Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to a brand new edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA legends. And today I'm doing a solo with my boy AT. AT, let's talk about the, the collapse of the Boston Celtics. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, it, but it was a great series. The Warriors and Celtics just finished up. Uh, no team in that series had won two in a row. Up until this last time, they had won one, lost one, won one, lost one. And the final game, the sixth game in this case here, was played at the great, illustrious, nostalgic, uh, what else can I say about that dirty, nasty place? The Garden. What Fleet Center. The, garden? This is the, the former garden. Fleet Center. <laughs> this is the new Garden. That one we played in the 80s was nasty, terrible, but I love playing in it. But anyway, the Celtics are playing... The Golden State Warriors, the series is tied, was well, 3-2. Warriors are coming back home. And believe it or not, Ari, I had predicted that Boston would win that game. But I'm so glad they didn't. And you predicted, and look, you're wrong about a lot of your predictions. I mean, you always pick the Lakers to win it all. But you, you predicted before the series started, you predicted the Warriors in six. So you did, you did predict it correctly off the bat. Well, uh, I'm glad to say so. And I'm glad that came to fruition. Uh, the Celtics are tied with the Los Angeles Lakers organization for most championships of all the teams that's ever played in this game over the history of the NBA with 17. And man, I was grinding my teeth. I had all my little uh, voodoo stuff going and all that for the, that the Celtics wouldn't win. <laughs> and, and it must have worked. Uh, but again, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Celtics. Uh, great team, young team that's up and coming. Coach Udoko had that team playing extremely good basketball from the, what was it, the, the All-Star break midway point. I think they were like 23. They were had a, a 50, 500 record. And he turned that program around, man. He got those young kids playing. Tatum, Brown, uh, Smart, uh, did an excellent job along with the role players in there. And they got them to the championship finals. They haven't been there in what, how long? I can't even remember the last time the Celtics was in it. That's how much I hate them. Well, I try not to remember. The last time they won it, right? 
No, the Buffett last time they played, oh, 2010, the last time they played, because they played the Lakers in the finals. 2010. But, it, so. but they haven't been there since 10, right? Like they haven't been there since last time. They haven't time been they to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Since 2010. So again, them getting there speaks volumes for that organization, especially that coach and that team. Uh, what I'd like to ask you, Ari, and talk a little bit about is Jason Tatum and Brown are a very formidable duo. I think Smart can be that third, but I think they need a legitimate third player to be that three-headed monster that most teams have in the league today. But superstar-wise, would you consider those two players, Tatum and Brown, superstars? That's a difficult one, you know, because it's like how many, you know, how many players fall into that category? Is that like the top five players in the league we'd consider superstars? At the top 10 players in the league we'd consider superstars? I mean, I think, I think yes. Um, I, I think they're definitely top 10 players in the league today, right? Well, I'm going to keep you from tripping over your tongue, Ari, and say no. Because if they were a good player, if Jason Tatum was a superstar player, you figure out a way to win – uh that was it the fourth game i believe they were playing they had a chance to get yep. uh go to State down and he uh didn't necessarily have a goose egg but he didn't do anything how many there. superstar players are there in the league i think lebron is an aging one yeah i think kevin durant is still a superstar player i think ad when healthy and playing at his best is a superstar player you're missing the the superstar of the superstar you're missing the goat steph curry well, I'm going to get to him, but I'm trying to okay. save him for when we go to Golden State. But yes. There's no chance Anthony Davis is a superstar. Okay. Pardon me? Say there's that no again. Chance. Oh, there's yes, no chance. Right. Anthony. When he's healthy, he's probably one of the best yeah. big men. But he's never game. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to beat me down. The only reason I'm on his coattail is because he's a Laker. But that's I a know. whole other story. I know. <laughs> but uh, for sure, Steph Curry is. I, I, I really do believe that. And uh, But there's only a few. And, and to tell you, okay, we might as well jump on Curry's uh, wagon now, is uh, that kid can play, man. And he, he plays in big games. Superstar players show their worth when the game is on the line, when things are going bad for them and their team, they find a way to will their team to a win. And Steph Curry, man, is, is uh, you know what? I didn't think a lot of him, say, four or five years ago, I thought he was just one of those shooting stars that would come and go and burn out. But he has stayed bright. Uh, he he lit the Celtics. <laughs> Curry, I'm liking you, man. You lit the Celtics up when you needed to. Uh, we're gonna get into them more, but but again, back to Tatum and Brown. I I don't think Tatum had an opportunity to set himself apart to be a superstar player, and he did not do it. Brown, I like him. I don't think he. I I I, I think he can be a superstar. But he, there's something just missing in his game uh, for both of them. But Tatum, I don't know whether it was fatigue, and you got to add that to the list because those two guys played a lot of the second half of that fifth game. They didn't come out. They played in the whole game. So fatigue might have caught up with him. So I'm going to give him a little bit of break on that because it's tough, man, trying to go 48 minutes against a very formidable foe in the Warriors. And you're, and you're asked to do a lot yeah. for your team. I mean, look I- – we talked about this before, you know, the incremental steps you need to go through to become an NBA champion. And that was one of the big talking points for us going into that series was, 
Golden State has that championship medal. And, and I don't, I don't, I, again, I'll reiterate, I don't think that experience matters in other sports in the playoffs. I think it matters a ton in the NBA playoffs. And this was a, a team of young stars, potential superstars. I mean, Jason Tatum's 23 years old. J- Jalen Brown's 25 years old. So 24 and 26 next year. They, now they have more experience of getting to the finals. You know, they've been deep in the playoffs. Now they get to the, 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 to me, that's the incremental steps you have to take in order to, and I think a lot of that is to understand how to prepare your body to, for the grind. Because again, you're playing 82 games in the regular season. Then you're playing basically a quarter of the entire season in the playoffs. So there is like a figuring out when to pick your spots and pacing yourself so you don't have that fatigue. That's a big part to me of the incremental steps that you need to take in order to get become an NBA champion. And so you're right. I mean, Tatum and Brown didn't finish it off. And I, I definitely credit some of the adjustments that, that Steve Kerr made in order to defend them better and more effectively. Uh, but ultimately, I think this, these are two burgeoning superstars that, you know, as they continue to lo- learn and grow together, that these will be guys that will finish series out. But it, it, you know what I mean? It, it's incremental progress. Yeah. I, I think going into that series, it was uh, games played in the championship series was 123 to zero. Right. For the Celtics. So that, that stuff matters. That, that does. It really, really does. Which leads me to my next question, Ari. And again, good segue to this is can the Celtics get back there next year? Yeah. You know, I mean, the East has been so difficult, difficult. It's, the East hasn't been dominated by anybody. And so there's just been a lot of parity in the league and, and especially the Eastern conference. I mean, you look at Philadelphia, is that a team that's going to turn the corner? You look at the Celtics. I mean, clearly the nets are going to be look a lot different next year. So like, will Durant be there? Will Kyrie Irving be, um, you know, the bulls could be an up and coming team, but I don't think they're close to the level of a Boston. So I think Boston could, the, you know, the big thing to me is Coop and I'm, I'm curious for your answer here, but like the, the league is just overrun with guys that, that can score and create for themselves. The, pro- the problem is there's not enough Clay Thompson's like the, there needs to be more because Cl- everybody in the league, you know, I'm in Dallas and every time with the Mavericks, you need a guy like Clay Thompson. Of course you do. Everybody does. But how many of those guys exist? Most of these guys that are great players, elite players are shot creators, which means they need the ball in their hands. And that's one of the issues of trying to get better is how do you do that? If you're the Celtics while not taking the ball away from Tatum and Brown. Well, I think they had a happy medium. And again, you got to credit smart, Horford coming yeah. in and playing the way they did. Uh, White coming in off the bench and, and adding a big punch to them. But to answer the question for me, before you said what you said, Ari, I, didn't, I was going to say I don't think they can get there. But we ain't named but three teams. Right. You know, right. you mean the Sixers, Brooklyn, and possibly the Bulls. Right. Other than that, it's a golden path for them to get back to the finals, and they're only going to get better. And as you say, when you get that championship playoff experience, that experience pays off for regular season games because now you don't lose the games you normally lost because you understand what it takes to win at a championship level. So they're going to win those games. I Now I'm predicting their uh, season regular season wins to go up because they're going to finish off some games that they didn't. And, of course, they're going to have to revamp their bench a little bit. I think it's going to help with uh, Williams III being really, really healthy because he, man, just imagine if that kid was healthy for the right. whole championship run or for the whole the finals run uh he he made a big difference in that game so I'm kind of leaning with you I think they can get there now at first I wasn't believing it because again Sixers don't have enough I don't think they're that kind of team they're Mm going to always pose a problem but you'll find a way to beat them Brooklyn as you said and now we're hearing the news Kyrie Irving wants to come out west and 
How you gonna deal with four stars? You put Darvin Ham. Not only do you handcuff his hands, you hang his ass on the wall with a handcuff with four guys like that. And you know Kyrie is uh, has an ego of his own. You know, so how you gonna deal with four people on that team? I don't see it happening. But again, that's the talk we're hearing. The two teams I forgot: Milwaukee and and Miami. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Milwaukee. Milwaukee's the one team I could see. You know, and I could see Milwaukee. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're honest, you you know, you got some, you got a potential there. Um, I don't see it. They, they handled them this year. Miami is a, a Miami is a uh, what is Miami? Miami is a wet dream. Okay, they're the type of team that you dream about and it feels good, and then you wake up and you realize, oh, I wasn't with anybody. You know, so Miami is that kind of team to me. Uh, I don't see them being the dead. I think they'll cause problems too. And again, Milwaukee will cause problems, but I think Milwaukee's had its run. Uh, you know, when you, you when you have those kind of runs, and that's why it kind of scares me about the Warriors, and we're going to get to them in a second, is that fatigue takes a toll on your body, man. And it really makes it hard because, again, as the Warriors, as Milwaukee saw and the Warriors know, the next season coming back off the championship win, You've got to play 82, and again, they're talking about cutting the season down, but if they don't, 82 championship games, and that's even before you get to the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think the Cavs is going to be an upcoming young team. Look out for them because they're going to pose a couple of problems for that. But uh, to wrap this up about the Celtics, I'm glad they lost. I'm I'm immensely glad they lost, Uh, but I do see a bright lining for them because my only wish is that the Lakers win the championship, that 18 before Boston does, and then when it happens, we can always say, well, hell, y'all just tied with us, okay? Can't be trailing them the whole time. So <laughs> that's my take on the Celtics. Warriors, what a team, what a team. Talk about them, Ari. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Warriors, what a team. What a team. Talk about them, Ari. Yeah, I mean, um, probably the most impressive championship of their run. Um, right. When you consider that, you know, they had the first one without without KD. They won two straight with, with KD, obviously being a huge piece to it. But, you know, the injuries that they had, Clay being, you know, basically out for two years, Steph obviously missing the time the way that they retooled their roster to still be built around that, that core three of, 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 of clay Steph and, and Draymond, you know, adding a Jordan pool, uh, adding an Andrew Wiggins, you know, they just added the pieces that built it back up to be a champion. You know, you, you think about losing the finals, winning 15 games, with all the injuries, winning 39 games last year and getting back to the finals, a 53 win team and, and winning a title. To me, this was the most impressive title of the entire run for the Warriors. And, you know, Ari, I would agree with you on that 110%. And I think what you got a chance to see about the Warriors' mentality and the concept of team, team means together, everyone achieves more. 
was Looney being a starter. And when you get to a certain point of the game, he gets taken out, no attitude. He comes in and plays and does a good job. Uh, what was it, the fifth game that uh, Draymond Green was playing terrible? Kerr pulls him out of the game. And I, he, went over to, he went over to Kerr, Coach Kerr, and says something, but he accepted that. Probably wasn't happy about it, but for that moment in a coach's, and I call those CDs, coach's decision, was a great one by Kerr because he needed scoring. And I think that's what Draymond hurt them. That's why I say that three-headed monster is no longer uh, Curry, Thompson, and, and Green. Mm. I think their three-headed monster is Curry, Thompson, and Poole because you got to mm. have people scoring. Draymond yeah. is that utility piece, a very, very important utility piece right. because you need him to win. Uh, so that, to me, showed you the true uh, essence of what championship basketball is about. I'm going to uh, forsake. I'm going to give. I'm going to take a little bit to a little less for us to win. So this was an impressive championship for them. Four championships. In eight years, that is hard to do, Ari. That's hard to do, man. Consistency. And, and so what do you consider a dynasty? What the Lakers did, what we did today. <laughs> yeah, what, what Jordan them did in the 90s. Right. You, have to dominate an, you have to dominate a decade, right? You have to dominate that decade, man. And the Warriors have definitely done that. Uh, I think their championship time is over with, though. I don't think they'll win. I don't think it'll, they'll be able to get back there next year because the West is loaded. You got Memphis. You got the Lakers. You got Clippers. You got Dallas. You got Denver, an up-and-coming team. I think those teams are going to cause a problem. Memphis is going to be their Achilles heel because that team now understands what it takes, and I think they'll beat the, the uh, Warriors there. But, again, you can't don't count the champ. I'm not counting them out. I'm just saying I don't see them making it back to the – I don't see them making it back to the Western Conference Finals. Who got it next year? Lakers? 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 Who else? Sorry. Who are you talking to? What, what do I have on my chest? That's not a C. That's an L, baby. I love it. I mean, look, and, and you know, I mean, the Lakers could be a 60-win team and get to the finals next year. They could be a 30-win team and have to play the, the play game again. Well, you know, I think they're going to fall in between that 30 and 60. I don't see them winning 60 games. But I think what, what Coach uh, Ham is going to have them doing, and again, just to talk a little bit about him, I think he's going to have three things that he's going to be real. the Lakers will be defined at, okay? I okay. think their style of play. Because this year you didn't know understand what what style of play the Lakers were playing. Right. I think right. they're going to be a better defensive team. That is going to be, I'm pretty sure, going to be demanded of them to the max. And I think they're going to play hard the whole game. All players out on the court. But again, for for the Warriors is what they did all three of those. But for their their um, their march through the West is going to be very very difficult. And if Kawhi Leonard stays healthy. And Paul George stay healthy, and and they're gonna cause some people some problems too. It's a big if though. Um, and, and I agree with you. We even talk about Phoenix. True. Uh, I mean, I don't and, see them ever getting there anymore. They're done. <laughs> they're cooked. Stick a fork in them. But I mean, you're right. Like it's funny because I remember it's there's been like four or five times where it's like, oh, the West has dominated this decade. Like it, it's finally changing, and it still hasn't happened. It's still the West is still so much better than the East. I just don't get it. I mean, it has been basically since the nineties. And then, you know, even before that, it was like, I guess it was back and forth, but you look at Jordan's bowls dominating the nineties and then the two thousands, it's just been absolutely dominated by the Lakers and Spurs. And I mean, the West has just been better, had more depth. There's been a few breakthroughs of teams, the Celtics and, you know, that have won titles, but you look at the depth of that conference, it just continues to be, I mean, just again, look at the teams we've talked about in the East, the landscape of the East versus the West. 
you know, I, I think you got 10, 11 teams that, that would make the playoffs uh, from the West into the East. And I think you got, you know, three, four teams that could make the playoffs from the East that are in the Western conference. So, um, and so, we haven't even talked about the Pelicans. They get right. Zion Williams back. And so the things that they did, if he stays healthy, loses a little weight and get where he can play and be the dominant player he's supposed to be, you might as well throw him in the mix too, because they can cause some problems. Obviously, I think uh, lack of playoff basketball is going to hurt them. But again, they're a very good team too. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, I mean, we've talked a lot about injuries and you hope some of these guys can find health, especially for for Zion, because he's, you know, he's such a young player with Kawhi. He's obviously been to the top and, you know, he's going to have those perpetual knee issues. You just hope it can be managed over the course of a season better. But yeah, once again, the West just continues to be much more dominant than the East. Well, speaking of the West, we're going to go move to the Lakers. And again, it's a subject I love covering because I don't care what the Lakers look like when the when the first when the ball goes up in that first NBA season. Michael Cooper's always saying the Lakers going to win a championship. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. And I think uh, we're right think- once on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the bubble so they claim that that's not a true championship but anyway uh <laughs> healthy lebron i'm really really praying to the basketball guys and i'm hoping that ad and i've heard just from word around la and the little things that i know that ad hasn't picked the ball up since the season ended and some people say that's crazy i right. say that's good i Why? think he don't need to pick a ball up he needs to work on his uh, conditioning i think his strength I think he needs to eat well. All of those things go into you being that type of player that can be dominant through the course of the season. Also, I think, and again, I, this might be wrong to say, and I, I, I'm trying to bite my tongue in saying this. I think they throw too many lobs to AD. I think you're always putting him in a position to come down and get hurt. And I think that has to be uh, taken out of his game a little bit because that doesn't sit well. Uh, it doesn't fit well for him because it is when he's getting hurt. So I think I would, if the lob is, there, but it's a basketball play and you can't second guess that. I mean, that's something you come down and you just throw it. Imagine you should just throw it to me. And, you know, I didn't worry about coming, you know, somebody coming underneath me, coming down somebody's foot. I'm trying to make the play happen. So again, I, I uh, hope that that can still be a part of the Lakers offense and that one, two combo they got, but it's something that you have to think about because I want AD land bound on the ground, I want him grounded where he's turning and catching and shooting that jumper, that unstoppable jumper. It's almost like Kareem Skyhook because who can block his shot? All you try to do is put your hand in his face, okay, to cut his vision down. But if AD stays healthy, man, and obviously I think Hammond Westbrook's relationship is going to be important for the team. Yeah. I think he'll be a better person to get Russ to buy in, and I'm hoping uh, somewhere in the next month or so in another show, I'm going to go do my – my uh, snooping around Laker place and I have a little bit more information for you there about that relationship, how that's going. But if those three can put it together, and again, you look at the Lakers bench, you got Gabriel, you got Reeves. I love Monk. Will we be able to keep him? That's going to be another story. But if I'm him, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give up this money to stay with a team that's building. I've got a good, good, I mean, a good group that they're playing with. I'm not sold on none. Well, I, I'm sold on him, but I'm not sold on him because I didn't see the guy play. How are you going to get tra- uh, traded to a team and you don't even get healthy enough to play? But uh, Lakers got the pieces, obviously, with Dwight Howard. I think he's going to be a vital piece. If they can put all that together, man, Lakers may not win 60 games, 
They'll win more than 30. <laughs> they'll be in the playoffs. Uh, a, a for sure spot. They'll they'll find they'll land five and up. I, that's what I'm predicting. So would you trade? I think I don't know if we've talked about this yet. Would you trade Westbrook for Kyrie Irving straight up? The only reason I would would be for the fact is Kyrie and LeBron have played and won a championship together, and yeah. that's what Laker basketball is about: winning championship. It's I think Westbrook does a little bit more. Westbrook rebounds. Both of them are bad defenders. Uh, but Kyrie is a bucket waiting to happen, and Westbrook uh, is is a great in transition. He's going to put that pressure driving to the basket, but I'm going to land. So to answer your question, Ari, I would. I would trade him head up. I mean, you know, and I, I, I'm going to maintain this throughout the offseason on Westbrook. Like I, I'm out on him. Um, I just – I don't know that he's – he's proven pretty consistently that he's not a buy-in guy. And so, I mean, maybe they could change it, but it's just, it's like, it's 14 years in the league and he's, this will be his 15th and he's, this is the guy he's always been. So hope waiting and hoping around, he's finally going to be a buy-in guy. I think you got to do some addition by subtraction. I mean, you just John Wallum, you know, like, all right, we'll pay you and just don't just go away. Yeah, go all ahead, I'll pay you, yeah. uh, you take the 47 million and you can go do whatever you want. Go do, do whatever you want. Just don't be around yeah. my team. I, I maintain that. I think the Lakers would be better off without him, but we'll see. And again, I'll leave my words. If they go to next season and he finally, he's a new player and he's, he's willing to buy in, but I just don't see that from him. And you know what the Lakers have to do on their bench is you got to get rid of old. LeBron is old. I mean, LeBron is a veteran. I don't want to call him old. He's a veteran because he's out there performing. But I, I think uh, Trevor Ariza, I like him as a young person, as a young man, great player, but I, he's, he, it's, it's over now. You need to get younger on their bench. You yeah, just, you got to do it. And you yeah. can get some of these one year, two year, maybe a rookie. You can find somebody out there that'll sit and give you that energy in practice is what you need because low management requires that so these guys aren't even hardly practicing. So why not? Why have these old guys in there playing? But anyway, Carmelo Anthony, like him as a person, loved right. him as a player, younger player, but you got to get rid of them. And you got to start the youth movement now for the Lakers. They have to do that. And they will, I'm pretty sure. And uh, Ham has now uh, had the ability where Kurt Rambis won't be in the team meeting. So that'll be uh, interesting to see how that works out. But there you go. My thought on the Lakers. Are the Lakers going to win a championship this year? Hell yes, they're gonna win it. They're gonna get all the way. They're gonna they're gonna blow all the teams out in the in the playoffs. Four one four zero. That's gonna be it. That's what the Lakers are gonna do. Ain't gonna be no six game series, no five, no seven. It's gonna be yeah five game four one four zero. That's what the Lakers are gonna do. So um, we got the NBA draft. Um, what was your draft? What was your draft experience? <laughs> all right, listen. 1979, I was drafted. I was at the park playing basketball on the night of the draft. Wasn't sitting at home, wasn't praying on anything to happen, wasn't what waiting park? for nothing to happen. What park? I was at the Villa Park in Pasadena down there. And when I found out I got drafted, my cousin drove down. And that's when I found out, Coop, you got drafted by the Lakers. And I was in the middle of a shot, so I shot the ball. And I said, what? He said, you got drafted by the Lakers. I said, oh, Okay. Hey, let's go. What is it? We have five. <laughs> but 
But you know what? If I had been probably a top five, and you got to remember back in back in '79, the draft went 12 rounds. Yeah, it went. It was all night drafting. And Jerry West has made this comment to me many times. He goes, "Coop, you know what? When we drafted you, you were in that 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 I was picked in the in the third round." He said, "After the third round, they would take a dart. Everybody sit back and they throw a dart, and whoever named it, <laughs> whoever named it hit by, that's who they drafted." <laughs> So wait, were you were you, you were a dart round or not? Or you no, were... I was right. The fourth round is a dart round. There, you know, because you got to look at the NBA. Is what they got uh, 13, 14 players on the team. Say nine players, ten players are your rotation players. That's gonna be in. So anybody after that is coming in. Just you're filling out a training camp roster. All you're gonna be doing, and you'll you fuck around, and get cut the first day of training camp. Right. So when you're a dart player, they they hey okay, we know about him. But he's not going to come in and help us. So I'm going to throw a dart. And Jerry had red, white, and blue darts. <laughs> but uh, if I was a top pick in today's draft, and obviously they make it a big thing now, they go to the felt forum or wherever they have it at, and they make a big star-studded uh, thing about it, I probably would have been a little bit more interested, but I wasn't even thinking about the NBA then. Really? Wasn't thinking about it. Did you even you? think, to, I mean, you thought you were going to get drafted, didn't you? I thought I was going to get drafted, but I thought it would be like uh, round eight, round nine. I would just be happy to go to a training camp and get in there and get picked. But to find myself the 60th player picked in the third round. Uh, what, and then what happened is, okay, I finished my game. I get home and they tell me, uh, no, they send my cousin back down to me. Jerry West is on the phone, want to talk to you. So I'm like, okay, so he hangs up. So I get home and they had a number. So I called Jerry and he goes, uh, a young man, welcome to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, we picked you. And I had seen Jerry because Jerry was coming to um, uh, New Mexico. Him and uh, our, our coach, Norm Ellenberger, played golf. So Jerry would come down there all the time. But he was coming to look at a player on my team named Marvin Johnson. And Marvin could shoot. Marvin got picked late in the second round and he went to Chicago and got cut the second day of training camp. So I was kind of like the prize piece. So it was going to be one of the two. It was going to either, if Marvin was there, Jerry was going to take him. If he wasn't there, I was the pick. So I'm glad that Marvin <laughs> the Bulls bid on that one. And uh, yeah, but the That's draft amazing. is always a special day. I don't, to me, it's just another, another day in the neighborhood, but these young men, you know, a lot of who are the top picks? I don't even know who the top picks are. <laughs> I know it's a kid from Kentucky, I believe. Well, Jabari oh, Smith. Yeah, Jabari Smith. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jabari Smith from, from Auburn's the number one pick. Okay. Jet Holmgren, it looks like from Gonzaga. Yeah. He's gonna be the second pick. And uh and then um uh, Paulo Banchero from Bancaro from Duke will be the third pick. Yeah, I like that kid from Gonzaga. The other two, I had, uh, I've heard about them, but I've, you know, had an opportunity to watch this year. That's a little bit of the kid from Gonzaga because they were here, and I he, like him a lot. But he's yeah. a very polarizing player. Like a lot of guys are like, you're either like, oh, he's going to be a bust, or you love him. But he's seven one. He got handles. He blocks shots. He's skinny, but uh, I, I mean. That's I'm not, the same shit they said about Sam Bowie when he came out of Kentucky and he was a bust. So don't give me that. LaRue Martin. Where did LaRue Martin come? He probably, LaRue Martin was the worst draft pick. They said was the worst draft pick of all times. And you know what? I love LaRue Martin. We've actually had him on, got him on the podcast. Poor <laughs> guy. Yeah. Sam Bowie's a bad pick though. I mean, and then Sam the, Bowie, give me a break, man. Blazers have had a lot of bad ones. 
Because they, they passed up on Durant for Odin. They had Michael Jordan, wasn't he in that pick? Jordan yep. was in that pick. Jordan went third. So, you know what? The big skinny guys coming out. I'm, but this kid here is skilled, though. I really he like is. him. I, I think he's going to be uh, – uh, well, we don't know what he's going to be. I'm, not I, I'm on the record. I would take him number one overall. He's not going number one overall, but I would take him number one overall. I think he's that good. If you are, who's the who's number one pick? Jabari Smith. From no, who's Auburn. the what team? Oh, um, Orlando. Who's second? Oklahoma City. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> he go to one of them teams. They're expecting a lot from him, man. And right. you know what? He's breakable. But again, I'm wishing all these young men good success, good success. It's, it's just, you know what? Sometimes, are and I always say this, it's, we're, it's, it's the team that really, really needs you. The team that really needs you is where you're going to flourish. Because again, he go there, he struggled a little bit. Uh, why wish I could go in number one? Because he's going to make a lot of money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the draft was good for me, Ari. I'm wishing all these guys the best. My last thing I want to talk about, all right, and we're going to get out of here is the big three, baby. I'm going to have some of my teammates on. Well, not my teammates, some of my players on. I can't wait. He's Michael Beasley, B. Rush, Brandon Rush, uh, uh, Mario Chalmers, Julian Wright, and Alex Scales. We played Bivouac last week uh, that had Gerald Green and Corey Brewer and their their head coach, uh, Gary Payton who they keep saying, which is I think is wrong, is the only guard to ever win defensive player of the year. And I call bullshit to that because I was a guard. What are you calling me, a wing player big? I don't know. I was a defensive player of the year, 87. But that was my beef. And he and I went at it real tough in our game. We were very fortunate to beat him, but the competition was fun. Gary was a gentleman and took it it on the chin real nice. I think he was overlooking the game, though, because you know what? His son was getting the key to the city in Oakland. He's from Oakland. And the Warriors won up there. So he was leaving after the game last week to go up there and join in the festivities of the Golden State Warriors winning the championship and his son being an integral part of that. So uh, Gary got one up on me on that. So he probably will. um, I know he didn't think about the loss because he got so many other things going. But I beat your ass, Pete. The glove. Who the fuck is a glove? The glove. Uh, ain't no defensive player. The glove. Yeah, the glove. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get those guys on. This week we played Tri States, Dr. J's team. And y'all remember him dunking on me. You know, I didn't bump my head. I just dunked my head. I didn't do all of that. Had Dr. J on. Asked him why he dunked on me. He's like, Coop, I had to. Well, no, you didn't have to, Doc. You could lay the motherfucker in. You know, but he dunked, <laughs> he dunked on me, Dr. J. How many layups? How many figure rolls did Dr. J have? <laughs> I wish he had a figure roll. I could have took that one better than that would have been like George Gervin. I can't right. finger roll. But he had the cuff dunking on me. And, you know, a lot of kids say it was the best dunk ever. But I always tell kids, you know what? If you're going to get dunked on, get dunked on by the best. Don't get dunked right. on by one of these janky guys coming off the bench and they dunk on you and then they got something to hold up. Hey, get out of here with that. But Dr. J coaches Tri-State, Jason Richardson, Larry Sanders, and Nate Robinson, just to name a few players on his team. We play them at 2 o'clock on CBS Sunday. So be ready for us, okay? The big three is in effect. Let's go Jayhawks. You got yeah. Brandon Rush and Mario Chalmers, two guys that won a title with Kansas in 05, and that, uh, or 08, that great title team. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling your team the Jayhawks, baby. Let's go. 
Yeah, and if you can't get there, you can you can follow Bet Online, baby. I think with you can bet online with us. Okay, uh, what are our code word for Bet Online? All right, it's CLNS fifty, baby. Go on there and bet. You can put some money down on it. Okay, NBA yeah. draft, NBA futures bets. Got the NFL season, college football, the big major league three. baseball is going right now. You see the Angels shut them out yesterday. Oh man, Angels are good. I'm, I may have to put some couple of dollars down on them. My wife, as long as Otani's pitching, as long I know. <laughs> pitching and hitting. That guy's a, a phenomenal there. But there you have it. Another edition of Showtime with Coop. It was a one-on-one with me and my boy, AT. He's all up in here. Hopefully, we gave you some information that you can use. Uh, hopefully, we made you laugh. Uh, and remember, if you're not a Laker fan, shame on you. If you're a Laker fan, we're going to win the championship next year, Ari. There you go. We out of here, man. See ya. <laughs>